Friday, everybody. Good morning. Guru and Wiz, Fantasy Football Podcast. Here we are, Wiz. It is divisional playoff weekend, and uh, I, I do believe, Wiz, the, the, the best eight teams in football uh, currently right now will be playing this weekend, and good morning to you. Yeah, good morning as well, and uh, wow, what a, what a weekend of games. These are just, just terrific games. It's almost like the way they got the games is like... A building in crescendo uh, of of uh, with the you know culminating with Kansas City Buffalo, but these games are just terrific games uh, today and uh, tomorrow especially. Yeah, I, like I said, I think the best uh, eight teams are left in the playoffs right now, and uh, I'm, I'm definitely excited for football. I think uh, it's reflected in the lines that we're seeing this week. Was that uh, you know there's no kind of blowout contest in this one. I think there's arguments to be made, and we'll talk about each game one by one uh, for the games to fall in either direction. But uh, definitely excited about the action. I, I do have to tell you one thing, Wiz. I'm, I'm getting a big kick out of this. Um, I don't know how much air coverage it's getting. Uh, but I find it amazing at the moment. I know the NFL kind of changed protocol a little bit here in terms of testing and stuff like that, but I do find it absolutely amazing that there are zero positive cases of COVID. Uh, my belief is that at this point in time, the NFL just basically stopped testing. And uh, knowing that, thankfully, symptoms are, 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 are lighter, especially for younger people, and uh, I don't think they want football to be disturbed at this point in time. Well, yeah, I mean, this would be really uh, a bad situation if, if you know, n- not that, I mean, I don't know. Part of me thinks, you know, it should be treated the same way, whether it's a playoff game a week two, because maybe you would end up in the playoffs or wouldn't end up in the playoffs if you handle things differently with the protocols in week two. But you wouldn't want to see star players and big players and important players uh, miss games uh, because of this. So, Hopefully everyone's feeling well and uh, the games get decided on the field by the best players. All right. Very good. So uh, let's, let's uh, move right into it here. Uh, I, I think we decided uh, that we're going to do this game by game this week and kind of talk about some different things. And in, in the case of the Bengals and the Tennessee Titans, Wiz, uh, I, I would say of all the games that I come into this weekend with, it's probably the one that I'm kind of seesawing back the most. Uh, it's a game that I'm probably going to wait on uh, in-game as far as betting on the line. I, I, there's a couple of things I do want to see. We have Derrick Henry returning from uh, an injury, so uh, he apparently looks quite good. I actually have physically not seen it yet, uh, but looks very good, and uh, it's interesting. Uh, that line's moved around a lot already, his, his rushing yards. Uh, these two teams did play, not this past season, but uh, a season ago. Uh, Joe Burrow was actually healthy in that ball game. The Bengals won 31-20. Uh, there was no uh, Jamar Chase at that point in time. That's kind of the only history that we have uh, with these two teams squaring off. And in the case of the Bengals, a team that's not not had playoff success in a long time. I think Mike Vrabel is certainly, uh, if not the front runner, um, you know, definitely one of the highest guys in terms of coach of the year. So very excited about this football game, Wiz. Uh, three and a half points is the point spread at this point in time, Wiz, in the game. 
Uh, and then right now the over-under is sitting at 47.5. So, so what's your sense in this game? Do you, do you have kind of a firm opinion? Because I'm definitely of the belief that I'm going to sit back and kind of wait. I, I want to see Derrick Henry actually uh, make some decisions here. Um, my inclination is that this is going to be a high-scoring game. It's the one thing that I, that I feel confident about in this particular game. So how about you? What's your thought process going into this football game? All righty. <clears throat> well, there's some great stats on this game. Uh, Joe Burrow outside uh, on the road, I think, is 5-0 and versus spread. The Bengals have, have played very, very well, uh, their record uh, versus the spread. But uh, there's one there's one uh, stat that I think just, just tops all of this, is that Mike Vrabel, in his career as coach, when he's had nine days of rest or more, that would be a bye week. That would be if it, they played on Thursday and then they're not playing the following Sunday. He's 8-0, and a record, 8-0 versus the spread. Um, with that said, I find it difficult um, in terms of um, side. I mean, I, I don't really have a strong opinion on the side. I, I think kind of Titans are being like kind of overlooked a little bit as the number one seed here based on the recency bias of the Bengals, but I don't like anything really in terms of the game. But I'm opposite you. I like the under uh, 47 and a half. You said you love the over. I just think the Titans play these games where they they muck it up against you. You know, they kind of make you play that kind of game. There will be games where the Titans are trailing and then Tannehill has to throw and then it's a complete different story where he throws interceptions, he may hit some long passes. But assuming that the game is close, which I think it will be, or the Titans will be in front, which very well could be the case, I think you're going to see a deliberate Derrick Henry approach. So uh, I'm going under opposite your view as far as the total under 47 and a half, because I just think the Titans are going to make the Bengals kind of one-dimensional and uh, and uh, the Titans are going to just want to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball. And I have seen Derrick Henry, um, and he looks absolutely terrific. Um, if you saw his workout, his practice, you would think, oh, okay, it's like in between weeks three and four when he was averaging like 180. He looks quick. He looks fast. He looks explosive. Absolutely looks with no limitations, and uh, I think he's going to be a full goal for the Titans. But uh, that's my pick on the game. Um, I do have several props that I like for the game, but in terms of the side and total, I like under. In terms of props, um, did you look at anything for this one? Yeah, no, I, I have quite a few that I like in this particular game. I, I, it's noteworthy to me that I, I, I'm pretty sure the Derrick Henry line on rushing yards started at 69 and a half, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's at 83 and a half now. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the case. I didn't do anything. I didn't, uh, but I'm pretty sure that's where it kind of started out. Um, you know, I, this is a this is a big game, right? And uh, and 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 your star players usually are going to dictate that. And I think uh, it's a point well taken. If 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 the player looks well, I, I don't think Mike Vrabel is going to take the brakes off of him. I think he's going to let him loose and uh, and do what he does best. I think it's kind of interesting, Wiz, in that. Tennessee Titans are one of these defenses where, against the rush, they're actually one of the top defenses in the league, but against the pass, they're very susceptible. So my, my gear on Cincinnati Bengals here in terms of the over, I think the Bengals, it's very important for them to kind of dictate the pace of this ballgame um, and make it a little bit more of a throwing game rather than let Derrick Henry uh, dictate the pace of the game. So... 
Uh, yeah, I do have a few prop bets in this game. Uh, I have the under Julio Jones at 44 and a half receiving yards. Uh, I have the over for Joe Burrow rushing yards at eight and a half. Uh, I, I just think Burrow's taken off kind of a lot more. I think it's on the low side, and, and Tennessee does rush the passer pretty well. Uh, so that's another one that I have. And I do have the over on Jamar Chase yardage in this game, 76 and a half yards. Those are the three prop bets that I have in this particular game, Was For me, I like mixing under 61 and a half yards um, for the reasons, you know, some of the reasons you mentioned. One, boy, the Titans play with that deliberate offense uh, pace. Two, they're very, very strong against the run. If they're trailing in the game, the Bengals I'm talking about, I don't think he's going to get a ton of carries. So I want to play under Mixon 61 and a half. I want to play McPherson over one and a half field goals made. I think it could be that type of game where both teams are, you know, it, it, it's kind of a close game. And once the Bengals get inside the 40, um, they have no problem sending him out for field goals. He's got a tremendous leg. He's been very accurate. So I like McPherson over one and a half field goals. And then I definitely want to do something with the two tight ends. The Bengals cannot cover the tight end. Darren Wall, I talked about it last week, hit the prop play over. You joined me on that one. And he's not even nearly 100%. And he still had a very, very strong game. Uh, I want to do something with Ferguson and Swain. Uh, either over yards, receptions, they're both pretty low. I'm looking at any time touchdowns for both of them as well. I think Fosca is 40, you know, plus 400, and Swain is plus 500. So you're getting 4-1 to one and 5-1 to one respectively. And when they get down there, their, their thing is, like, these other teams sell out for the run, and then you just see it over and over again. The tight ends are wide open for easy touchdowns. So I'm definitely going to play something with the tight ends, either over receptions, over yards, anytime touchdowns, or maybe all of the above. Yeah, it seems like Fersker's kind of emerged a little bit more. Remember, at most of the point during the season, Swain was kind of the guy that was was getting more of the passing action, but that seemed, that tide has seemed to turn a little bit. Uh, I, I do find it interesting because one of the guys I had, I, I didn't really do DraftKings for this, but but if you were going to pick a break-the-slate guy in DraftKings in this particular game, Fersker was a guy that I was going to look at. Um, so I'd probably have my lean on him in terms of, of prop bets, but uh, I like your take on McPherson as well. Yep. All right, go ahead. I have that. It's 49ers, Packers right now. They got Green Bay listed at five and a half, 47. Any view whatsoever on the side or total? Yeah, I mean, the Packers are my favorite bet of the weekend, Wiss. Uh, I, I like the Packers uh, laying five and a half. Uh, I, I think the San Francisco 49ers are a very formidable opponent. I thought they were going to be a very tough out for the, for the Dallas Cowboys. That proved to be right. Uh, but I think it's a whole different story, the backdrop in Green Bay, uh, the, rest, the rest that the Packers will get. Uh, look, these teams have history in playoffs. A couple of years ago in the playoffs, the San Francisco 49ers ran wild over the Packers. Uh, I think this is a better Packer defense. Uh, I think San Francisco, I think Green Bay will be much more prepared for that. It'll be very interesting to see how Debo Samuel is used in this particular game. He was not used in the running game the first time they met earlier this year, which was a two-point Packer win. It was a game that could have gone either way as well, Wiz. But the conditions are really tilting me towards that. I like the fact that the Packers are coming off Number one, uh, extra rest. And number two, they're getting a bunch of defenders back in this particular game, guys that have missed a lot of action. So so I really do like the Packers uh, uh, laying five and a half uh, against the San Francisco 49ers. 
it seems to me that there is definitely more money uh, and more people thinking that the San Francisco 49ers are going to do some damage in this particular game. I might well be right, but I, I kind of uh, I'm kind of on the other side of this. In term, it's funny, Wiz, though, in terms of prop bets, I shied away from this game. Uh, you know, it, it could be a game where you see Corey Dillon taking, I'm uh, sorry, Corey Dillon, A.J. Dillon kind of taking over in the game. Uh, but this was the one game where I stayed away from prop bets. And the only bet I do have, and I think it's my favorite bet of the weekend, is the Green Bay Packers laying five and a half. All right. So I'm going to make this short and sweet. This is a, it could be a, a tumultuous weekend for the guru and whiz as I'm against you on this one as well. I'm on the opposite side. I like the 49ers with the five and a half. I know the conditions are going to be cold and all of that. But to me, when I look who has the more physical team, it's the 49ers. Um, the, the Packers, I understand the difference. Aaron Rodgers against Jimmy Garoppolo looks like the mismatch of all mismatches. But to me, the 49ers are the physical team. They have Debo Samuel and they have George Kittle, <clears throat> two guys who are just warriors out there. They they block, they they you know they catch the ball, they run the ball, and they use them in a, in, a, in a variety of ways. And I'm going to take the 49ers with the points. Would I be surprised if Green Bay got out to a 14 nothing lead? And then I was saying, oh, okay, let me think about tomorrow's games because this one's over. That that very well could happen. But uh, I think people are you know maybe overlooking the 49ers and their physical style of play. And I am going to take the 49ers with the points. In terms of props. I mean, I'm kind of with you. Uh, there wasn't a ton of props that stood out to me, but I've been right with Debo. I've been going back and forth with him, rushing over, receiving over, rushing over. Last week was the rushing over. I'm going Debo over, receiving yards in this game. Uh, again, I just think that it could be a game where – Green Bay is going to commit a lot of guys to trying to stop that run and with, you know, not respecting Garoppolo, which, you know, very well, you know, could be the case where he's just not doing anything. But I think there'll be opportunities. And I like Debo Samuels over 53 and a half yards receiving. So uh, which he's accomplished uh, just about every game this year. So I'm going to go Debo over. I'm going to take the 49ers as well. Yeah, but but and, by uh, the way, Wiz, I, I should say it's not like one of these games where I think the 49ers are going to win by 28 points or something like that. I think the, Green you know, Bay, you mean? Uh, Green Bay. I, I think I think these are two superb football teams. And I think, as I said uh, in the lead-in, I thought that these are the eight best teams that were left in football, and, and the 49ers are one of them. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is actually playing very, very well. Uh, and you know, I, I could see this being a very close game. I'm, I'm, I'm probably looking at this game where the Packers win this game by somewhere between seven and ten points. That was kind of my view. Um, but, but look, uh, to your point, you know, we know what the Green Bay Packers have to do in this game to win this football game. Uh, they'll, they'll be able to execute somewhat offensively. I'm not really too worried about that. But can they stop that very physical style of running? You know, these two teams met two years ago in the playoffs, like I said, 300 yards rushing for the Niners in that particular game. It was a game where Raheem Mostert uh, went for 220 yards on, on his own. So, uh, yeah, uh, uh, two, two yeah, great teams. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this about this game. This is the perfect game. Even though you like the Packers, I like the 49ers. To me, this is the perfect game for live wagering because the first 10 minutes of this game is going to be crucial. The Niners play these type of games where they're controlling the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a physical game. They're either going to, you can see they're going to win the game or be very close or Green Bay 
comes out in, in some of these ways they do, and if the Green Bay gets up by 7, 10 points, it's only going to get worse, in my opinion, because then they're kind of going to abandon the pass rush, and they're going to put more on Garoppolo, and in obvious passing situations, that's when disaster. So I like the Niners, you like the Packers, but I would tell you, I would recommend people out there for live wagering on this game because you have to see the way the first 10 minutes of the game goes, and, uh, and, then, and then you could do something after that. All right, good stuff. All right, well, I kicked off the Saturday games. Uh, those are the two games on Saturday. Uh, let's go to the Sunday games. The first matchup was will be the Rams against Tom Brady. Uh, so why don't you kick us off with this game? Yeah, this is going to be really, really short, and then I'm going to hand it over to you. Um, I had no opinion on the side of total. Uh, I thought when the line was three, it was interesting to take the Rams. The line is right at two and a half now. Where, you know, I know a lot of people think the Rams are going to win the game, and the offensive line is banged up for Tampa. Got Aaron Donald and all of that stuff. But to me, <clears throat> um, the line is now two and a half points. And for people that, uh, you know, are, are thinking that, uh, you know, they're going to run rush out over Tampa Bay. I don't know about that. It could be the case. I have no opinion on the game. I have only one prop play, and then I'll just get out of the way and have it over to you. I like completions, Tom Brady, over 26 and a half completions because of the very fact of the line play. He gets rid of the ball quickly, and I think the Rams will be happy and to give up those short passes, and also they can't cover those short passes. So I think you'll see a lot of quick plays, a lot of quick throws, a lot of throws to the running backs. It's going to be all, uh, you know, to the uh, to the result of Tom Brady over 26.5 completions. That's my one view on the game out of all things to look at. So I'll hand it over to you. So I, I think it's a great view, actually, because I, I have the same one. Uh, I, I looked very closely at when these two teams met earlier in the season, uh, which was a shootout, by the way. Uh, two things bother me in this particular ball game: uh, the health of both offensive lines, right? Andrew Whitworth, uh, the star left tackle, uh, who probably is playing in his last uh, NFL season. Uh, he's not going to be playing protecting uh, the blind side for Matthew Stafford. Uh, and, and we know uh, Jensen and Wirfs are going to be playing this game uh, definitely in, in compromised uh, conditions. So, so that definitely affects how you think about, about things. And I think as a result, to your point, Tom Brady will be getting rid of the ball a lot. I think the tight ends are going to be used a ton in this game. He gets four net back in the passing game, which is quite good. I still, I still think Keyshawn Vaughn will be used uh, because he's been an effective guy when he's been in there. So I, I love the Brady play at 26 and a half. And the last time these two met, teams met early in the season, Tom Brady had 41 completions in that particular game. Uh, so I, I really think that's one of the better plays of the weekend. I will say this, Wiz, I think a guy that's going to have a say in this particular game, I know Howie Z's boy, uh, Mr. Perryman, is not playing in this game. Uh, but I think Scotty Miller, uh, he, there's no line on him right now in terms of uh, production. But I, I have to think that Scotty Miller will actually play uh, a hand in this particular game. I think Tyler Johnson's dropped too many passes. I don't think he has the confidence. In fact, I'm going under Tyler Johnson, 33 and a half receiving yards. Um, I, I think Scotty Miller, like I said, if I see a line that's a low line on him in terms of production, I'm going to be taking the over in Scotty Miller receiving yards in this one. I haven't seen the line just yet. I'm with you on the Brady one, so it's kind of interesting that we both went there. Very funny. Um, and I do like this. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay 
obviously is one of the better rush def- defense teams. Uh, but Cam Akers, uh, they're going to use him, and they're going to use him in the passing game. And 18 and a half yards receiving for Cam Akers is way too low, Wiz. He looks terrific. I'm going over Cam Akers, 18 and a half receiving yards. All right. And uh, did you have any view on the game? I know to me, I no. I, I just I, I don't feel strongly about this game. And you, you feel the same? No, I just, yeah, I, 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 probably a game again where – you know, you can do the live betting is is if, if it's in your state, it's a great thing to it's a great thing to be playing. Um, I could see this game going in either direction. We know all we know everything that the Rams have done to kind of prepare for them to get to a Super Bowl this year and play it in their home stadium. Uh, at the same time, they're going against the best quarterback of all time when it comes to postseason play. Uh, so I, I have no actual view on the game, either the over under or the game line was. Alrighty, so um, Sunday probably most people consider the last game of the week, and most people consider it either the the game of of the year. Um, Buffalo at Kansas City. Go ahead, have at it first. Uh, is there anything in the side or total that you love? All right, so so first off, this is going to be the fourth meeting in the last fifteen months between these two teams. Uh, they did meet earlier in the season. Uh, at Arrowhead, in which the Bills basically took apart the uh, Kansas City Chiefs in that particular game, 38-20. to 20. Uh, I think nobody's playing better football than Josh Allen right now. Uh, the Bills are, at the moment, I think it's two and a half, right, Wiz? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think as of this morning, I think that line I saw it go... Yep, down to one and a half. One and a half and 54 right now. Yeah, so... Uh, If you're going to ask me to bet this particular game, uh, which I'm not actually betting it, I I would lean in the direction of the Bills in this particular one. Uh, But I think that seems to be the the widespread call when you speak to people. Uh, And last week, Patrick Mahomes kind of got back to his old style of play, got a lot of guys involved. I think this could be a game where the loss of Tredavious White uh, may be uh, really show up in this particular ball game. but, you know, let, let's see what happens. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to stay away from betting the game. The over-under is 54, uh, so I'm staying away from that. I do have a number of prop bets in this particular ball game. Like I said, fourth time these teams will meet in 15 months. Uh, so, so I'm going to go with the over for both Kelsey and Tyreek Hill at five and a half receptions, Wiz. Um, I like that one a lot, and I'm going to go with Josh Allen over 50 and a half rushing yards. Uh, he's basically run very well against this team, uh, and I'm going to go with that once again. So those are, the, those are the prop bets that I have in this particular game. I also am taking the over on Josh Allen passing yards at over 280 and a half. Before I just, I did want to backtrack for one second. There was one of the prop that I did like uh, that I had forgotten about. It's an odd one, but again, I'm going to go over Matt Gay. I like McPherson over one and a half field goals made, and I like over Matt Gay. He's just been terrific, automatic. A similar situation and similar um, feel with the coaching staff where they let him kick the long one. So I'm going to go over Matt Gay one and a half field goals made in the Ram Buck game. Now on to this game. I love the over. I love over 54 points in this game. Uh, I think, you know, Buffalo learned a lot from that game last year. They were just not ready for the moment. I think they'll be ready for the moment. I think it's going to be one of those games where both teams are just going to – I just don't see a lot of punting in this game. Even on fourth down, near midfield, I just think both teams are going to just play so aggressively, not wanting to give the ball to the other team. So – 
I'm loving the over. And then another prop that I absolutely love is Devin Singletary over 16 and a half yards rushing. He is just a different guy than he's been all year. These last five, six games, the Bills have just said enough of this split backfield. You're going to be the guy. And I just think Kansas City worrying about Allen throwing the ball and rushing, it gives Singletary like these carries, like five or six of them where he gets good chunk yards, eight, ten yards, and it only takes a few of them uh, combined with the rest of his carries at over 60 and a half. So uh, my, my best plays for this game are over 54 points and over Devin Singletary, 60 and a half yards rushing. I know the last few weeks uh, you liked him in the over as well and kind of surprised that you uh, – Jumped off him for this week. Yeah, no. I look. He's a he's a he's a hot player, and I agree with you in terms of in terms of what's happened here. I guess the one thing that probably pulled me away from that is this is you know could you see a situation where Kansas City pulls away and they're not kind of rushing the ball as much? You know, that's the one thing that probably shied me away from that. I do have him in a in a, in a playoff pool. Uh, you know, so I you know I, I agree with you 100. percent You know, the Buffalo Bills have basically said, hey. You know, you're the guy that we're going to go through here. Uh, enough of this kind of going back and forth with Zach Moss or Matt Breida. So uh, I agree with you. And if it's a game that's kind of a tight game, I think you're going to be correct in terms of your in terms of your bet. Yeah, and uh, you know, one thing I find interesting as I'm looking on this is, to me, watching the Bills these last handful of games, uh, last five or six games. It's the one thing that it seems to me is that they're kind of phasing Cole Beasley out, and McKenzie is that a guy that they're using so much more in different ways, and he's such an electric player. Yet when I look at DraftKings player props for rushing and receiving, McKenzie's not listed at all, but yet Cole Beasley is at 28 and a half yards. Over it just kind of makes me think, you know, with the usage that maybe under Cole Beasley, I'm not going to play it, but I'm just kind of surprised because it's obvious what the Bills are doing and what the Bills' plan is, but yet it, it's not reflected in DraftKings. Yeah, and so to your point, uh, I believe McKenzie outsnapped uh, Beasley by seventy to thirty percent last week. So he was on the field for 70% of the time while Beasley was on the field only for 30% of the time. So your your observation is bang on. Uh, I actually wanted to draft the, the McKenzie in, in a playoff draft. I thought he was going to be one of these guys I could sneak in for a dollar at the end. Uh, that ended up not being the case, uh, unfortunately. And I was very surprised as well not to see uh, any kind of bet, bet for him in, in this particular one. So maybe something pops up later in the week, but... But I agree, this is a player that's playing at a very high level, and the Bills have taken notice, and uh, Cole Beasley has fallen out of favor for the time being. Yep, so <clears throat> that's it. That's all, uh, that's, that's, that's all I got. All right, terrific. Uh, well, it should be a great weekend of football. It starts today at 4.30. Uh, you know, I, it, I can't think of four better teams to be playing. I love the matchups. Very excited. Take a look at those live options like Wiz and I talked about. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud. Uh, good luck to everybody. Uh, New York State has opened up the uh, betting windows on mobile, so people are taking full use of that. Uh, lots of fun. Wiz, great job as always, and we will talk next week. Yeah, you got it. Thanks a lot.